Well, welcome back to the Black Door Musical Argument. I've got one hand in my pocket and the other one is podcasting. I'm Barry. <laughs> and I'm Carrie. And this week is Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill. That's so upsetting. That is the <laughs> perfect and worst intro. <laughs> I I also thought that that was going to be the perfect and worst intro yeah. for this for this thing. Um so let's let's hop in the uh, time jloppy and head all the way back to 1993. A land of nostalgia. When, yeah. Um, when, I don't know about you, but I was in high school. Driving around and, you know, you hear, hear someone singing about going down on somebody in a theater and you're like, this chick is cool. Sure, that's the exact experience I had with it too, Barry. <laughs> um, no, no, my, I didn't, I didn't discover this album until later because I, I was more into Lion King uh, at the time that this that this was out. Um, but so, but I found it in my middle school. Days. I see how you needed to work in the theater in the conversation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if it's if Simba is not involved in a conversation, I'm kind of just not interested. Um, but yeah, so I discovered it in my middle school days, and I think some of the references went over my head <laughs> as a eleven year well tw- eleven twelve year old sheltered kid. Um, but uh, yeah, listening back to it, and then like I, I love. Let's the uh, let's be specific here. You were sheltered. You were not living in a shelter. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, thank you for that clarification. Uh, but listening back to it, like I enjoyed it all throughout middle school and high school. Um, when I when I was like twenty three ish, twenty four, I think I went to mm-hmm. uh, Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. And I found it on vinyl at a shop. And I was like, I should probably buy this in Canada. Like, this makes sense to buy in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) So I did and I enjoyed it. And now I re-listened to it again. And I was like, some of these lyrics, man, you were listening to them young. (laughs) But but they're great. Yep. I love the album. No. No, I I remember I bought the CD um, when it came out uh, based on... I think the two singles that were in the uh, on the radio, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I love the. I think the whole album is still really strong, and I couldn't help but thinking once I was listening to it how this is a proper good rock album. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you think about the music in there, there's all kinds of good parts that that play off each other. And I just thought the production value was really good. I actually haven't looked up who who did the produ- production, but um, uh, it it was really uh, I just on listening over the last couple of days, getting ready for this podcast. Uh, it was I was like, oh yeah, this is why I re-. you take off the lyrics and it's a good album. And then I think ninety five percent of the lyrics are fantastic. So yeah, I was gonna say there's nothing wrong with the lyrics. No, you know. But yeah, also just musically, it's solid too. Uh, Glenn Ballard was the producer. Okay. Didn't he do stuff with Katy Perry? Could Doesn't matter. Be. Um. Now we have to. Well, all the best the musicians are from Canada, so it's 
all the best of everyone is from Canada Barry. They are superiors and they are humble and they are wonderful. Well, let, let's see here. Let's let's run down the Glenn Ballard uh Let's let's start out. Eighty two. He worked on Thriller, little a little album Just you might a, have heard. Yeah, a small uh, little indie thing from Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Pointer Sisters at eighty three. Let's see. Uh, I'm skipping over people who are less known. Yeah. Uh, he did bad with Michael Jackson. Paula Abdul, Forever Your Girl. Paula Abdul, Shut Up and Dance. Wilson Phillips. Wilson, Wilson Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. Michael Jackson again. Wilson Phillips. Uh, Alanis Morissette, Sheena Easton, uh, some Dave Van Matthews Halen, band Aerosmith, in there. Nine Lives. Holy cow! Like, so this guy's not, yeah. Oh, he did Goo Goo Dolls <laughs> live and Ringo oh, Starr. You know, you know, Ringo Starr in my book is the only good Beatle. So, well, we can discuss that on a later episode. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie Nicks. Uh, so yeah, Glenn Ballard. Uh, he he's he, had a career. Yeah, I'm guessing that. I'm guessing he's not uh, worried about his next paycheck. I don't think he is. Probably not. No. I mean, we don't know no. what he's into, but I assume he's fine. Right. Anyway, so, Alanis Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's. Yeah, I think it's good to know. Um, you know because the artist like it just Alanis Morissette is one of the people who worked on it I'm not I I don't know exactly how much work she put into it I know she's known as a singer-songwriter so I assume most of the songs are written by her Mm -hmm. and they're all sung by her but we know that there's there's uh you know a lot of other people on the album oh wow you ought to know the guitars by Dave Navarro and bass by Flea wow yeah God, that's, that's a good song. So, I, I mentioned one of the songs, uh, and I'm. Oh, here's my notes. Let's see my notes. Wow, extensive. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I wrote very layered music. Mm-hmm. Um, not the doc. What did I write? Not the doctor. Oh, uh, is that a song? It oh, is a, a song. song here. Yeah. Um, I loved that song. Um, I thought that was a really, I mean, cause you think about a lot of times you listen to people from the mid nineties and it sounds very mid nineties, you know, it's like mm-hmm. kind of this, you go back and look at some of the movies we watched in the late eighties through the nineties and they're like, wow. Yeah. 1994 was a different year, wasn't it? Yeah. But not the doctor really struck me as a very... Uh, a very mature way of looking at uh, her relationships and like kind of like the guys she dated that you know like look I'm not here to fix you I'm here to have mm-hmm. a good time in a relationship but I'm not here to this you, you're not my project yep and I, I thought it was really good because you see some of these things and it's like oh so many times I don't know if you've had uh, you know uh friends who were going out with guys who were like this is a whole bunch of garbage and you don't even know it yeah and this is going to end badly but if i say that then you'll write me off and so okay Mm -hmm. go have your six months of chaos but 
I guess I'll be there to help you pick up the pieces when you're done. Right. Kind of that. I don't know if you've ever had those friends where you're like, this is garbage. And this is the, not the doctor in my in my estimation is a great the, lyrically like just shooting down like bad habits in relationships that she's had to put up with or not put up with. Yeah. I feel like it's also like a societal cultural thing um, that she's that she's talking about, too, because like um, the whole da, 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 da. you're a very big boy now. I don't want to be your mother. I didn't carry you in my womb oh, for yeah, nine yeah. months. Show me the back door. Like, um, yeah, <laughs> like I've no- there have been different times. DJ and I have been married a little over a year and he's a very capable person and he does like the thing like he's good he's an adult and the mm-hmm. amount of people that have been like hey like does DJ know da, 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 or like hey I was wondering if you know like where DJ whatever and I'm like I, I don't know he takes care of himself he's an adult like I don't know I don't keep track of him I am not his mother like I <laughs> he will figure out what he needs to do and get it done on time <laughs> <laughs> and like and I see that in different relationships in heteronormative relationships in my corner of the world I feel like is often like well the mom does all the planning and organizing and everything and anyway yeah I just also like that dynamic of like dude I am not your mom and I'm not like this idol mm-hmm. and I'm not this doctor that's going to fix you like you're an adult and we'll figure you know Yeah, yeah. I like that. Well, I think it's funny, though, because, like, I've seen it in some of my non-heteronormative, you know, friends Mm -hmm. where there's one plain. What the heck is going on? I don't know if any of that's going to be edited out, but um, my children and dog are apparently bowling upstairs. So it's exciting. um, um, But, uh, you know, even in non-heteronormative, it's like sometimes you have you have a person who wants to steer the ship and sometimes somebody wants to just let the ship be steered for them and and they'll and they'll arrange the deck chairs you know yeah it's like i don't care what what what's going on with the mortgage i'm gonna buy flowers for the house you know one way or another and you know as far as that goes i i think just you're right. I think societally it gets boiled down, but a lot of times if you look at, you know, the details of different marriages, you know. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Certain there's a lot of differences, but I like how she's just like saying, "I'm not going to put up with this." And uh that's probably why she was cast in the role of God in uh Dogma. Yes. And Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Was she God in that too? Yeah. Just at at the if you watch all the way through the credits she there's a book that's like i think it says the askew universe on it and she like closes it because that was supposed to be the last movie in it and then she like dances away Mm -hmm. but then kevin smith kept making movies (laughs) right and now it's currently filming clerks three yep i was just gonna say i was just listening to uh um tell them steve dave Mm -hmm. and they were talking about what's going on in clerks I forget. Are you you listen to Tell Him Steve Dave? Um, I have. I don't keep up with that one as much. Yeah, I could. I can see that. I mean, it's a bunch of guys sitting around chatting. But yeah, 
I don't know. I I've, think they're funny. I so. listened to. I mean, I have listened to it. Um, I listened pretty loyally to Jay and Sam Bob get old. Yeah, I listened to that for quite a while, and then it kind of, kind of got repetitive. Yeah, and I was like, eh, I, I need to move on. And you know, his whole experiment with trying to do a daily radio show. Yeah. I don't know. That was anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, this isn't the Kevin Smith podcast. <laughs> Come on. There's there's 12 Kevin Smith podcasts. Exactly. We don't them. need another one. And they're all like um, 8 hours long. Um That's the problem. I like a good 22-minute podcast. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But so often they veer towards 50 minutes. Mhm. Much like our Christmas podcast. Yeah, but those are worth it. We don't apologize for those. Those are our best ones. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so a jagged little pill. Let's say. Okay. Uh, you ought to know. Obviously, wonderful is the song. Wonderful song that got a bunch of people listening to uh, Alanis Morissette mm-hmm. because it had kind of uh, dirty lyrics, and she was screaming, and it's kind of a good breakup song. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, then a bunch of people are like, oh, I'm going to buy. It seemed like people I knew bought the album after that. And they're like, eh, you ought to know is the only one. And I was like, really? Mm. Then Hand in My Pocket uh, was came out. And I don't know. Hand in My Pocket, people seem like I'm sure SNL like made it made fun of it. Probably. And then and then people are like, yeah, it's dumb. And it's like, well, just because SNL makes some of fun of something. I thought it was really good. I um, love that song. Like, unironically. Yeah. And. No. It's just wonderful. <laughs> like, I was I, like. I know. I was washing dishes and I was listening to it and I was like, yeah. And the other one's flinging yeah. a cigarette. Like, this is fun. Exactly. <laughs> Get into it. And Carrie is taking up smoking. Right. <laughs> just because of this song. No, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Uh, smoking used to be so ubiquitous. Even in, like, 95 and everything. It was. If you wanted to be the cool kid, you were you had you occasionally had a cigarette. Right. You know. Somehow went through smoking not a ton, but like I've I've bought my some packs of cigarettes. Mm. Never never to pick up the habit. You know why? Cuz it fucking stinks. Yeah, it's it really makes gross. all your clothes smell and it's not good for you anyway. So it's like Yeah, and also, why do we have to do this? Yeah. And like make ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Um, but like wherever you were, if you wanted to be with the cool kids, you'd go out for a smoke break and you can't just stand there like a dumbass and shivering in the cold. You have to sit there with a cigarette. Otherwise, they're like, why are you even here out here? Right. I'm like, well, I want the conversation. Yeah, I was that kind of loser. OK. Yeah, OK. Yeah. Um, um, also, I feel like we need to, to to back up just a moment to um to you ought to know and just mm-hmm. remind everyone that is it official or is it just rumored i think it's rumored um that the dude that played uncle joey on full house is the subject of that song is it yes i didn't know that it's it's so confusing to me like that like the whole go down you in a theater thing with uncle joey just well, you make it sound really bad when you call him Uncle Joey. Well, that's who Joey. he is in my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. 
Um, I'm just saying. So, hmm. you know, um, I just, everyone needs to know that or be reminded of it because, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dave Coulier has alternatively admitted and denied being the subject of the song. There we go. So, there you go. And I think I'm clipping, so Karsten's going to be really happy with me. Yeah, he's going to be super stoked. Uh, You know, it's funny that it doesn't seem that she would have been old enough for that. Yeah. I don't... When was she born? I don't know when she was born. Got any info for us? Um, hold on. Uh, here we go. 74. Oh, she would have been way too young for that guy. Well, how old is... When was Dave Coulier born? Well... 59. Look, I was born in... Yeah. I All I know is I remember watching Full House after I got home from school. Not like... Just mostly because it was the only thing on because I didn't have cable. But, uh, but I'm not. I'm not going to deny it. Yeah, I watched Full House. Um, but why would you deny having watched Full House? I watched, I watched that when I was like in junior high, and this guy was a working actor when I was in junior high. Now, Atlantis Morissette's two years older than me, but still, well, that's kind of creepy. According to Wikipedia, in the early 1990s, Coulier was married for two years to Jane Modine. They have one son together, named something. Having divorced, he started dating Alanis Morissette, but they broke up shortly before she recorded her album Jagged Little Pill. What year was this? Um, hold on. I clicked away for a second. <laughs> he said, in the, um, so after getting divorced, he was divorced in 1992. So early 90s. Right 92. before, apparently right before she was recording they were dating. Oh, so that would have been totally okay. She would have been 18. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And angsty enough to write a song about breaking up with this dude. I'm just saying. (laughs) It's hilarious. And being Uh, like not hiding enough things. Now I'm disappointed in Dave Coulier. Yeah, me too. Which is funny because he played a comedian on that show yeah and he was not a comedian <laughs> or funny we should invite him to now, this podcast <laughs> now bob saget he is both a comedian and hilarious right so. it's just that you never got to see it on tv no uh, he was wholesome anyway. on tv okay so you ought to know written about dave coulier you hear heard it here first um hand in my pocket what else we got mm-hmm. in here um Oh, Head Over Feet, I really like. I that. like Head Over I mean, Feet. It's not, because that actually like talks about a relationship that's going well for her. And, yeah. You know, that's it's nice. It's like it, it mentions a lot of the little things that that were going on mm-hmm. that it's just like, yeah, that's nice. And it's like, you know, people forget that, you know, having a good relationship isn't actually complicated. It's mostly genuinely being nice to each other mm-hmm. you know it's like oh hey i'm gonna do the dishes is that okay? uh you got anything you want to do and be like yeah that's great thanks yeah uh yeah everybody loves somebody doing the dishes for you once in a while you know cooking supper it is nice or i can't remember <laughs> but 
everybody always think tries to make it too complicated. Like, oh, what what's the magic? What's the magic that keeps your uh, love alive? Eh, kindness and you know, generally being a good person. Mm-hmm. I keep hearing noises. I'm sorry. I'm very distracted. Apparently, I got two children and a dog in my house. That's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to you. Learn. It's not my. F- oh yeah, yeah. It's not my favorite on the album, but I like it. Um, mm-hmm. it, it gets although it get, it's a song that gets stuck in my head, and then like four days later, I'm like, hee, 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 hee. like I'm so annoyed that yeah. it's still in my head. Um, yeah. but I learned that and the Bacon Brothers, Kevin Bacon's band, covered it, and it's kind of a cool really? cover. Really? Yeah. That's that's really awesome. Uh, let's see here. No, I, yeah, I'm. I can just hear in my. You know, it's funny with her voice, you know, because she's got a very distinctive voice Mm -hmm. and she uses it. And I think she uses it specifically to, uh, you know, get into the uncomfortable zone in your head Mm -hmm. because she knows. I think she knows that she can get nasally and you can tell she's like, I'm going to I'm going to press that. Right. I'm going to press my nose right against your ear. Yep. And 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 see what you think about that, buddy. And I uh, think she does it so, uh, you know, effectively that we, uh, you know, you kind of at first go, oh, well, she's not really controlling her voice. But then you're like, oh, no, no, no. She's controlling it. And she's going into that uncomfortable zone on purpose. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I. Okay. Now I think we need to cover the, the song. The song. The song that everybody wants to talk about. Yeah. Because most people you talk to on the, in the world mm-hmm. don't know English very well. But they will tell you that every situation in the song, isn't it ironic, is not actually irony. It's not ironic. And it's like, <laughs> oh, it's really great that you heard your seventh grade uh, English teacher tell you that, and now you're telling me. Okay, the song should be called... How the world kicks you in the balls on a on a daily basis, right? Because it's just pointing out shitty things that happen. Mm-hmm. There is one thing that's ironic. Mm-hmm. I think it's the airplane crash mm-hmm. because the guy waited his whole life and he's like, "I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this," and then the plane crashes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think that is ironic. Mm-hmm. You could argue that it's not, but I'm gonna argue that it is. Now, most things, no, flying a Chardonnay, not ironic. Chardonnay does not repel flies. Chardonnay you know is something that flies will fly towards so not ironic um rain on your wedding day miss unfortunate and uh yeah so the free ride when you've already paid is kind of that yeah that's that's also borderline unironic that's kind of legit yeah but good advice you didn't take yeah you done fucked up like i'm sorry (laughs) yeah so yeah i think um so yeah i think ever but if i hear one more person with that hot take Mm -hmm. that isn't it ironic isn't actually about ironic things Mm -hmm. go suck a dick okay because this is not your right i still buy into the conspiracy theory that she wrote it and titled it that and it's ironic I think that's what she did. Is she created this conversation for the irony of the conversation? Yeah. 
And ultimately, Atlantis um, wins. I I think I think she does. Yeah. Um, I think we put that to bed. It's a great song, even though it's wrong. Right. You know what? Artistic license, isn't it ironic? Is just another way for her to say, "Hey, doesn't life suck sometimes?" Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Anyway, I've yeah. just I watched too many comedians and too many people in the last day on YouTube with their hot take about isn't it ironic and I think it's funny that it's still getting play which in my mind just goes to show you how good of a song that is because if it wasn't a good song no one would be commenting on it right like everyone it would fade into the background but this way Mm -hmm. it's continuing and the discussion is still going and like yeah I don't think she was sitting there with her guitar and a paper and pencil and being like wait uh, wait Alanis Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's technically ironic (laughs) we need to go back and figure out a different lyric like I think she was like this is cool let's keep going so and that's fine do you have any other individual song takes um let's see I remember like I mean this is one of those albums when I was in middle school that I would listen to like over and over again um, right through you is another song that by four days after mm-hmm. I listened to it, I go, because <laughs> like it's so stuck <laughs> in my head and I'm sick of hearing it. Um, yeah. I mean, they're all good. No, I think it's a great album. I think there's some songs that rock that, you know, I, I think this is one of those great, well-designed albums not just each individual song but as an album you know it kind of comes up and down and you know it's a great it's a great cd to pop in in the car if you got a long road trip yeah but and there again um all the song there's not a stinker in there right all the songs are good yeah the album comes in at 57 minutes which honestly that's a lot of material right for what you're buying i guess that's an extra uh, that's sorry you can't buy the original version anymore it's all 20th yeah. 20th anniversary which with extra tracks but still you know it's uh it's a uh, it's a really good album and uh it's one of my favorite it, it comes out of the time when i was listening to um albums by women and guys i would hang out with like well don't you like guys i'm like what do you mean and they're <laughs> like well don't you like guy rock guys i'm like yeah i like rock guys too but I like rock girls too. So that's nice. And like, I still have guys who are like, ah, I can't really listen to chicks sing. I'm like, get, get over yourself, bud. Yeah. Yeah. But I, Alanis Morissette, I picked this up when I was either 16 or 17, and, or maybe less. I don't know. I picked it up when it came out. I was in high school and I've loved it since. Still got it, the original copy over there somewhere, but nice. I'm sure I won't ever use it again because. You know the pl- new PlayStation 5 doesn't even let you play CDs on it? Aww. The PlayStation 4 would. You could load a CD. Yes. The PlayStation 5 won't even let you play CDs. So Aww. it doesn't even have a, a CD player hooked up on a stereo anymore. I mean, it's not super important. Right. But it's just kind of like a... It's a little sad. You know, Yeah. like many people my age, I have a lot of money invested in CDs. <laughs> not... Not certificates of deposits, you know, compact discs. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. I, hey. My car still I has. I am a beard dad. What? 
Yeah. I just said, hey, I'm a beard dad. Uh. <laughs> um, my car still has a CD player. And like a month ago, I put a physical CD into it. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is fun. Like, I kind of like yeah. this. Like, I like yeah. I like physically holding music in my hand and putting it in mm-hmm. and listening to the whole album. I Yeah. I was like, this is enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, that's our hot take. Go listen to A Jagged Little Pill and maybe everything else that Alanis Morissette's ever written. Yeah. I've been Barry. I've been Carrie. Have a great day. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, Baby it's cold, cold outside. outside.